0: And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci Fi for Me Radio is live from the bunker. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for being here. Here we go, Thursday, June 30th. It is is the last day of the month. Tomorrow, all the logos go back to normal. How do, everybody? My name is Jason Hutt. I am the editor-in-chief here at SciFi4Me.com, which kind of been neglected over the last few months. We need to get some more stuff over there. We're working on some reviews. Uh, there's some stuff in the pipeline, but we don't publish things over there near as much as we should, I think. But that's okay. We, we continue to put out a bunch of video content. I hate that word. I absolutely hate that word. Programming. TV shows. Here at Sci-Fi for BTV, we also have podcasts. This show, the H2O podcast, both available, Zompocalypse Now... Uh, over there, uh, as a podcast on various different player platforms, so you can check that out. The live chat's open, and uh, if you're not with us live, if you're if you're here via Memorex, you can still leave a comment. You can always send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi-for-me.com give us your thoughts on any topic that we cover or if you want to suggest a topic to cover we can do that too Uh, any kind of feedback we do read all of those notes and we take everything uh, everything you know in, in the spirit in which it's given so oh I debated I debated on this a little bit, because everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about the new deal Bob Chapek got from Disney. And okay, there's there's some there's some merit to it. And, you know, you want to people want to talk about it. People want to hem and haw and commiserate about it and gripe about it and celebrate it. I mean, depending on where you are and what your what your feelings are with all of this. I, I find myself and I don't I don't I don't know if I don't know if this is because I've been in a mood lately but I find myself challenged when it comes to caring about any of this and I know I've I've gone through this before I've talked about this before in the grand scheme of things none of this matters especially if you as a person as a human being as a as a, a self-aware entity if you focus on those more important things like family and Sure, let's lump in some self-care there, too. <coughs> Excuse me. When when it comes right down to it, you are responsible for you. You are responsible for your family, whether you're a head of the household, if you're a parent, if you're a child, if you're a brother, a sister, a nephew, aunt, uncle, whatever. Family, family has to come first. And you... Whatever position you have in your family, you have a responsibility to make sure that your family's taken care of. That, that's, that's, that's the thing that I think gets missed and gets lost in all of these debates about politics and entertainment and pop culture and all this other garbage. Because everything's got an off switch. And Disney can only have as much influence on your kids as you let them have. If you're just going to plunk them down in front of the boob tube for six hours and let the TV be the babysitter, then that's on you how your kids turn out. If you don't engage... In meaningful time, quality time, with your family. That's on you, how that turns out. So, with that having been said... Well, look at the Disney Disney situation. The deal this week, Bob Chapek gets a three-year extension on his contract... ...through a unanimous vote from the Board of Directors. And it should not be lost on anyone the fact that the board of directors is having their week long retreat in orlando florida they could go anywhere disney's got property various different points across the world they chose to go to orlando florida after all of this mess with the the parents the parents rights and education bill in florida and all the fight over that That's not insignificant, at least I don't think so. And when all of that mess was going on, Susan Arnold comes out and says, Hey, we got Bob Chapex back. And this week confirms that. The board of directors says, Three more years, Bob Iger gets to be CEO. This is after he fires Peter Rice unceremoniously. After a seven-minute meeting, he says, You don't fit here get out this comes after the pixar revolt where the employees rise up and they say they can't they can't let us they're not letting us put in the lgb stuff and the stuff we want to do in front of kids this comes after the battle in florida over this bill ...where Chapek seems to hem and haw... ...and he first says, no, we're not going to get political... ...and then then the employees decide they want to get political... ...so Chapek does what they're calling the hostage videos... ...is, yeah, yeah, we, we love diversity and inclusion here. And a lot of people thought, oh, Chapek's done, he bent the knee. Maybe. But that certainly wouldn't seem to be the case now. Because the board of directors came in and they said... We all want Bob to stay on as CEO. Now stop and consider too, and Hollywood is, is considering this and they're not happy about any of it. The firing of Peter Rice was just unprecedented and ha 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 you know, everybody's got the vapors over it, clutching their pearls because they fired Peter Rice. Peter Rice is one of the architects of this whole diversity inclusion mess in the first place in Hollywood. you have a culture clash because the board of directors at at the Walt Disney Company, they're not Hollywood insiders. They're corporate business people. And you have to stop and consider the fact that these business people are looking at the Walt Disney Company as a business. And the shareholders are looking at this $94 a share stock price, and they're saying, hey, this needs to stop. What's, what's going on here? And how much of that is Bob Iger's fault? And how much of that is the people that Bob Iger put into place before Chapek comes in and is able to actually run the company his way, himself, by himself, without Bob Iger leaning over his shoulder, armchair quarterbacking everything? Because they put Bob's, they put Chapek in charge as CEO, and, and then the pandemic hits, and Bob Iger comes back in and says, well, you obviously need me. So CPEC hasn't had a free hand for very long. And yeah, I know people consider that, you know, he fired he fired Peter Rice to get rid of the competition, and that may well be, but it could also be that ChayPek sees Peter Rice as the the enemy within. Not just from the standpoint of, hey, you want my job, but also you want to destroy my company. Because this diversity inclusion stuff doesn't fly with the general public. Twitter notwithstanding. Social media notwithstanding. You get a bunch of cry bullies, a bunch of emotionally constipated people on Twitter all blowing a gasket about this. They don't matter. They only matter to the editorial board of the New York Times. Stop stop caring about what Twitter thinks. The real world doesn't care what Twitter thinks. The real world is not Twitter. And your board of directors is looking at this and the Disney company needs to make money. They're a for profit business. That's the bottom line. Are we gonna tell stories that entertain and sell tickets? We need butts in the seats in the theaters, we need subscriptions to the streaming service. How do we get there? It's a business. We have a product to sell. And they're not just looking at the entertainment stuff cranking out of Hollywood. You've got a big big thing with sports. You know, the deal the deal with the with the cricket's st- the whatever it was over in India. Sports is a big deal because the disney the walt disney company they own espn they own abc it's not just about the hollywood stuff that gets that that gets the spotlight that's front and center but there's a whole lot more to it the parks are a big thing and i think that's the next thing to be addressed because it's so expensive why that is, who knows? There could be a number of different reasons for that. I haven't really studied a whole lot of that, so I'm not going to opi- have an have an opinion that way. I'm not going to spout off on something I'm not informed about, and neither should anybody else, for that matter. Don't play to your ignorance, folks. I don't know if I'm saying any of you do, but there are people out there. Who decide that they are the expert on whatever the topic of the day is defamation, sexual harassment, human resources, the Supreme Court, everybody suddenly is everybody's an expert on whatever it is. How many constitutional lawyers do we have on the on, on Twitter right now? Everybody? It's ridiculous. And we're going to have so many different people analyzing what this deal means. What, what does it mean for Chapek? Personally, I think it gives Chapek a big axe to swing. Especially, especially in light of the failure of of Lightyear. And we talked about it a little bit on Ranker Pit uh, Tuesday night. When... Minions comes out, and Minions is being projected to go above seventy million domestic opening weekend, which is going to be a lot more than what Lightyear did. Lightyear was supposed to do really well, and he didn't. And that could be a combination of things, but I think the I think the general public has had enough. Have has had enough of Disney. Has had enough of the woke progressive. Lunatic fringe left culture that permeates everything. And there's starting to be some pushback. There's starting to be some alternatives. I mean, you look at Gina Carano getting a standing ovation at the Daily Wire presentation the other night. People have had enough. Enough. Daily Wire is going to be a contender for this stuff. Especially when it comes to the kids programming. Because Disney has been the thing. Disney, and sure you've got Warner Brothers out there with the Looney Tunes stuff. But by and large, Disney has been the the big thing for kids programming. And now you can't trust Disney for kids programming. Jeremy Boring was talking about it at the at the presentation the other night. He's right. You can't... Used to be you could sit down you could sit your kids down in front of Disney and you'd have a fairly good idea of what you're gonna get. But now you could sit your kids down in front of Disney programming and you have absolutely no idea if it's going to be LGBTQ indoctrination stuff or if it's gonna be dad's stupid or dad's dad's absent or, you know, single mom and 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 girl power and whatnot. I mean I, I lost count of how many times I got so frustrated at the at the Disney programming that that uh, you know like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody for example yeah Wizards of Waverly Place I, I I got tired of Disney throwing dads under the bus There was a whole a whole time a whole block of time there where dads an idiot This is not anything new, folks. The Disney programming has been like this for a while. They're just a little bit more open about it now. And I think that Christopher Rufo leaking all of those Zoom calls where they sat there and they talked about their secret gay agenda and all of these things, I think that was one of the nails in the coffin for all of this stuff. I think that's one of the reasons why Peter Rice got fired. Because when Bob Chapek comes in and he says, alright, I'm the guy in charge now, and this is back a few months ago, he puts out this memo to the Disney employees and says, we've got these new pillars of how we're going to do do business. And we're not going to antagonize our customers. Remember, these are not fans, they're customers. They pay money for your product. We're not going to do anything to antagonize them. Well, that lasted about as long as it took the to, for the ink to dry, some people apparently didn't read that memo, and then you had the Florida thing blow up. I I don't I can't say this for certain. I don't know. I don't have anybody on the inside telling me anything. I wish I did. But there are people on the inside who are talking to other people. I caught a video from perch the other day he said he's he's got a he got a call from a friend of his that's part of disney press who says that there could very well be some activity some things coming down the pike as far as Uh, the social media policy that Disney has in place and reminders to people that we have social media policies in place and don't put anything out there that opens the Disney company up for liability. Delete your stuff. Scrub your social media because that's coming next. And that could very well be something that's being discussed at the board meetings this week. How do we rein in our people who are mouthing off on social media and making the company look bad. Because everybody who is associated with the Walt Disney Company openly on social media, if you sit out there and you say, hey, I work for Disney, and then you say a bunch of stupid, political, ideological, emotionally charged garbage that insults half the population of the, of the, of the country by association, that makes the company look bad. Because whether you want to or not, whether you intend to or not, you can sit there and say, all these opinions are my own. Doesn't matter. If you work for Disney, or you work for Warner Brothers, you work for Paramount, or you work for Netflix, or you work for DC Comics, or you work for Hewlett-Packard, or IBM, or whatnot, you say a bunch of stupid garbage things, then somebody is going to go back to your company and say, hey, do you really want this person working for you? That kind of thing happens. Thank you for bringing it to our... How many, how many times have we seen the, that tweet here in the last few, few weeks? Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We are going to address it. This is being addressed. That's happening a lot more these days and not just conservatives getting getting hit for that you say some hateful things on social media it's going to come back to bite you and rightly so as it should i think this is just my opinion This is an educated guess based on what I've read, conversations that I've had. Again, I don't have any connections to any insiders at all. I wish I did. But my thinking is Bob Chapek now has an axe to swing. And a lot of heads are about to start rolling. And if you don't like how we're going to do things at this company, you don't have to work here anymore. And we've seen that with Netflix. Netflix laid off another, what, 300 people here not too long ago. And they came out with a me- with a memo before that. They said, hey, there are going to be some things that you don't like in our programming. Tough Cookies. Paramount comes out this week and says, we're not going to censor any of our existing programming. It's on demand, which means you have a choice whether to watch it or not. There are... changes. I think... Maybe I don't want to get too hopeful. I'm not gonna get a Pollyanna about this. I am I am a born cynic. So I look at all of this stuff sideways with a with a great amount of doubt that it's actually going to follow through on what it is that it needs to be. But it seems like some of this is swinging the other way finally that this that this culture war, is finally starting to subside a little bit. Now, we've heard uh, Ms. Marvel, for example, an enormous amount of reshoots, and the word is, I heard the other day, I, I haven't been able to verify it, of course, rumor is rumor is rumor, so take everything with a grain of salt, but I'd heard that a lot of those reshoots were on the order of ChaPek saying, get some of the get some of the political woke stuff out. And and Cameron Pasha has been reviewing the show. He says it's a it's a fantastic show. It could very well be that people have started to realize that whole get will go broke thing is actually really a thing. It's not just some phrase that somebody came up with Companies corporations businesses if your goal is to sell your product or service to the general population then you need to shut up about politics i just that that that's just that's just how it is i have lost count of how many times i was almost going to hit send and then i thought nope can't do it because the brand the sci-fi for me brand isn't doing that does it hurt our growth maybe i mean i i i i came to the realization this morning that I am definitely too old to be doing this YouTube thing. Because I'm not, I'm not the young, energetic, angry, millennial Gen X or whatever that that gets hot and bothered over the latest thing. I'm just not. I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the time for that. I don't care. By the way, have I told you about my lawn lately? <sighs> Let the story play out. Now, like I said before, you know we've got... This week, we have the news... Bob Chapek's got a 3-year extension on his contract. Okay. That's our starting point. Where do we go from here? Where does the where does the Walt Disney Company go from here? As I see it, they have a, they have a few different problems. One is the perception that the Walt Disney Company encourages Grooming of kids sexually. They've got to get past that. They have to fix that. I'm not saying they're actually doing that. But this... The the arrests of various different... Sex trafficking rings and whatever else... That involve employees of the Walt Disney World parks... You know, cast members and bus drivers, whatnot, that doesn't help. You need better background checks in your HR departments, that's for sure. The prices at the parks, that's got to be addressed. The public relations and the social media of all of the different divisions, that has to be addressed. the programming and the material that's published at marvel comics and other places that needs to be addressed ESPN, ABC, all of these all of these places that that cover sports, they need to be told cover sports. Your sports channel cover sports. We don't need to know what you think about Trump or Obama or Hillary or or Buddha Judge or the Supreme Court or anything. Just shut up about it and just tell us tell us who played football this week. Talk about the game. Talk about the players. Talk about the team. Talk about the coaches. Whatever. You're a sports channel. Focus on sports. You're a comic book company. Make good comic books. Tell good stories. And bring in people who've never read comic books before. And they'll read comic books. And they'll start buying comic books again. And make comic books that are actual comic books. Not Netflix pitches. Stuff that can stand on its own. And that includes artwork. And writing. That's better than 6th grade craft wise you need, Marvel needs a gym shooter. Treat it like a business again That's what the board of directors is doing. The board of directors looking at this and say Hey this is a business. It needs to make money We are a for profit company It's time to for profit again Any of you who want to go political activist and, 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 and change the world, go do that somewhere else. Go join PETA or something. Get out. I think Bob Chapek has just been handed an axe. Time will tell how big that axe is. Now, it could very well be also that he's got a hammer. The axe is going to be for all those people who don't submit to the hammer. You're going to stand up and you're going to you're going to make a bunch of noise. I'll I'll tap you on the head with the hammer first. You sit down and shut up and do your job. And if you don't, then the axe is going to swing. I think Dana Walden is in that position. I think Dana Walden has been given a warning. Whether it's explicit and somebody sat her down and said Here's the facts of the matter. This is the way things are going to be, or if it's just implied in in how the situation came about. I think if Dana Walden is smart, she's going to do her job, and she's going to have conversations with Bob Iger, uh, Bob Chapek, about what the expectations are, what kind of programming they want to get, who they're going to go after for an audience. And she's going to do her job. She's going to keep her head down and her mouth shut. That's how she stays at the Walt Disney Company. I don't know if she's going to keep her mouth shut. Time will tell, right? Eastland in the chat says Disney was considered safe to let kids plop down in front by conservative Christian families. If that was ever true or not, it's not the point. Those families paid Disney, then Disney started too. Where's well, part two? Where's part two, Eastland? I and yeah, it's and it's not just it's not just Christian conservative families. It's it's any family. You know? What do you want your kids to learn? And that goes back to your responsibilities as a parent. Whether whether you're a conservative or a liberal is, is beside the point. You're the parent. You're responsible for what the kid learns. And Jeremy Boring over at Delaware makes a good point. You spend forty hours a week at school, government indoctrination centers, and then you sit them down forty for another forty hours a week watching TV. What are these kids learning? What kind of what kind of information are they getting into into those you know what what Rush Limbaugh used to call these young skulls full of mush? What are they learning? What are they being taught? And what are you as a parent doing to make sure that the values that the kids hold are the values that you think are right and proper? Now, we can have a conversation, we could have a debate, There are there's going to be disagreement on what right and proper is, depending on where you are ideologically, and, and uh, religiously, and politically, and whatnot. You have your sense of what's right and wrong. But you, as the parent, or the legal guardian... The adult in the room. You're responsible for what your kids... Know. Learn. Believe. How they act. It's time to take that responsibility seriously again. You can't just plop them down in front of the TV and go smoke some weed and think that everything's fine. That's not going to cut it. And Disney's other problem is they have to wor- worry about, you know, what Bob Chapek's other problem is, is all of the Eiger people that are still inside the, inside the company. What are they going to do? What kind of problems are they going to cause, if they're going to cause problems? Because remember, Bob Iger was really big on networking and connections, and you know he was he was the big talent guy. He was the big you know let's let's go shake everybody's hands because he was politicking. You know there there was a time he was considering a run for president, and he could very well still do that. You know there was talk of him possibly getting an ambassadorship to China. That could you know. Could still happen, maybe, in, the, in this current administration with President Asterix. Who knows? Bob Chapek has a tough battle ahead, but he's just been given a very powerful weapon in the support, the unanimous support, of the Board of Directors. Yeah, I don't know. All the Hollywood trades are clutching their pearls and having the vapors. Oh, what are we going to do? Uh, if I hired Peter Rice, what are we going to do now? They held on to him. He's just not a Hollywood guy. That could that could be the top the top recommendation for this guy. The fact that he's not a Hollywood insider, because what are the what are the Hollywood insiders doing they're all circling the wagons and 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 complaining and and gritching and moaning about about political things tell me a good story that's what Hollywood's about at least it should be but the counterpoint to that is Hollywood is not the only place. They don't have a monopoly on entertainment. They don't have a monopoly on art. And it's like Gina Carano said the other day: Hollywood doesn't own art. Hollywood might make art. Some would consider some of the stuff that Hollywood makes art, it's certainly artistic. But Hollywood doesn't have a have a monopoly on it. Go make your art. I mean, look at what's going on in the indie comics world right now. Comics gate or or, or non comics skate. You know, people who are sitting there saying, I'm tired of dealing with Marvel and DC and and drawing drawing comics with characters I don't own and I can't make many money off of. Go make your own art. Go create the next Superman. Go create the next Luke Skywalker. Go create the next King Arthur. Red Sonja, Conan the Barbarian. Go create the next Neo. Tom Swift, Nancy Drew. Sherlock Holmes. Where's the next one? Get off get off the remakes. Get off the reboots. Give me something new. And it doesn't have to come out of Hollywood. It likely won't come out of Hollywood. Because they're so busy navel-gazing in on themselves, and they are so scared to do anything original. It will be interesting to see what Bob Chapek does now. And if there's any indication here as far as what the social media thing is going to be, and what happens there... We could start seeing a slowdown, a reduction of certain accounts on social media being active. Because if your job is now dependent on you behaving... And towing the line as far as company policy goes. Oh, imagine that. Imagine being held accountable to the rules. If that is going to be a thing. Then I think maybe. Things might get a little quieter. Not too much. Because there are going to be some people who decide that the rules are not for them. But again this goes back to a couple of different things This is a for profit business And you Out there The unwashed masses Of the world You are the ones who give them the profit They have a product to sell They need to convince you To buy it And that's where the rubber meets the road here, folks. You have more control than you realize. There is no reason for you to just roll over and be paying for whatever it is just because. It doesn't matter if it's just got the Disney name on it, or if it's got the Marvel name on it, or if it's got the Lucasfilm name on it. Who cares? If it's not a quality product... And if the values of same doesn't line up with what you do, don't buy it. Simple as that. And if enough people sit there and say, I don't like what you as a company are doing philosophically, I'm not going to buy your product, then eventually you get to the point where the shareholders take notice and the board of directors take notice. And the company sit there and says, hey, we're not making as much money as we used to be. We need to change things. The stock value has dropped. They've lost 50% of their stock value in a year. Don't think that hasn't been discussed. And yeah, Eastland says, They've run off the talent. Writers are opinionated. They'll fight and argue for what they believe, whether they're right or wrong about it. Wait 10 or 20 years. Movies and TV shows will be crowdfunded like comics are now. We, we, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. You know, we've we've kicked around the idea of doing some stuff. But, you know, crowdfunding, crowdfunding is not a, a flash in the pan. Crowdfunding is not going away anytime soon. Now, whether it's going to be used to raise money for multi-million dollar feature films, I don't know. Maybe we get to that point eventually. Who knows? Is it all going to be subscriber model? Who, I don't. I don't think it'll all be that way. I mean, Daily Wire right now, 890,000 subscribers, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what some of these other streaming services have. But you get up to... Two, three, four million subscribers—that's a substantial amount of, of of pocket change. You can do something with that. And if you're a little independent company like we are, and you decide, hey, we're going to crowdfund some stuff, and we're going to put, uh, we're going to put money into fill in the blank—a print magazine, uh, a short movie, uh, a feature film, a TV series—we're we're. we're maybe we do fun, maybe we crowd our roku channel who know i mean the possibilities are endless right now crowdfunding is at least in our sector of of the of the multiverse here you've got a lot of crowdfunding being done with comic books there's crowdfunding in video games but there's crowdfunding and other things too gadgets and inventions and you know new cameras and new drone things and here's this here's this new biggie wow toothbrush crowdfunding is is all over various different categories so there's nothing that says we can't crowdfund a magazine we could crowd we tried to crowdfund a new website and that didn't work but that's okay we regroup and you know we figured out something else to do. But the magazine is always kind of sitting right back there in the back of my head. I would love to crowdfund a, a magazine. And there's other options too. I mean, there's super chats there in uh, in the in the YouTube thing. and like we were talking about with Drew Hancock the other day about Odyssey, Odyssey is going to be opening up some other things, some ways to monetize and and raise money on their platform. You know, we've got the PayPal tip jar. We have the Subscribe Subscribestar account. There's various different ways that you can support the creators that you enjoy what they're creating. And it's not just us. You can do that with anybody. You know, we've 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 now got the possibility, the option here on on our YouTube channel, the the uh, the membership feature has been unlocked for us so we can start selling memberships. What does that look like? I don't know. I haven't had a chance to really sit down and sit there and go, okay well what do we do with this? What does the model look like? Who knows? Yep, we had a Patreon account until Patreon decided to get political, and then we don't. Now we've got a Subscribestar account. I haven't done anything with it. I need to. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, is anybody interested in doing doing anything with it or not? I mean, we're going to keep doing this. People keep showing up. So I guess we're doing something that you like. And that's great. I appreciate everybody that's here. Especially if you come back and you decide, Oh, hey, I kind of like this channel. Let's see what else they've got. That's great. But we do all of this on a shoestring budget. And it's a very thin shoestring, I'll tell you that. A lot of this stuff is just because... I already had this stuff, you know, for, for equipment wise and whatever. I we are I already had the wherewithal to do it. You know, we're not blowing up with 100,000 subscribers or a million subscribers or, you know, people dropping $300 super chats and and whatever, you know. And I'm not looking for that. I'm, just, I'm I'm not trying to guilt anybody into into giving us money. Don't 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 take that the wrong way. We're doing this because we enjoy doing it. And yeah, we've got very limited resources. And Eastland, you're right. You have to have a crew to have content. You've got to have people to do it. And this is something that I've talked about with Mrs. Boss and with other people here. There are are three things that you've got to have in order to be successful at any venture at all. Time, money, and manpower. And money gets you the other two. Money gets you the manpower, and money gets you the time that you need in order to do what you got to do. And we do what we do with what we have. And there are... <laughs> Easton says, I paid the electric bill instead of helping you. Well, yay. Look, priorities are a thing. Right? I totally get it. I am not going to begrudge you your electricity <laughs> For, for us. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that co- <coughs> that co- that coffee went down wrong. <coughs> and that is not an indictment on Coffee Brand Coffee. That's that's me that's me taking it taking it down wrong. By the way, I'm still drinking the Coffee Brand Coffee. We've got more on the way. Okay. Um <coughs> See, the thing about it is the, the same concerns that we have, the same thing that we have to worry about, time, talent, money, right? Time, manpower, money. We, we have those same issues. The corporations have the same issues as well. They just have it on a bigger scale. We You still got to have money in order to have the people and the resources and the wherewithal that you need in order to create whatever product or service that you've got. Whether you're a teeny tiny little operation like us or if you're a multi-billion dollar corporation it's the same principle and the flip to that is in order to get the money you have to deliver something that people find of value and that's where the Walt Disney Company is sitting right now Do we deliver enough product that is of value that people want to buy it and we make money? And if not, how do we change that? How how do we change our product so that people will now come and buy it again? That's, that's the discussion probably that's going on in Orlando, Florida this week. I'd guess. I would say probably the board of directors is sitting there listening to Bob Chapek say, I told you. Jeff Morrell is probably sitting wherever he's sitting going, Uh-huh, I told you so. Can the cleanup start happening now? That's the question. Will Bob Chapek be given a free hand? Because if the board of directors has unanimously said Bob is the guy, and we, you know, we we like the direction he wants to take the company, well, you have a bunch of people that are business people. Chapek's probably got some ideas <clears throat> to to salvage the company. Who knows? Maybe they end up selling a bunch of stuff. Maybe they sell Pixar. Maybe they sell Lucasfilm. Maybe they sell Marvel. They're not going to get rid of their sports. They just made a big deal for cricket over in, in India. Remember, the Hollywood stuff is only part of the Walt Disney Company operation. <clears throat> Eastland says it's, it's too close to the edge of the cliff to turn it around. I don't know that that's the case. I Again, I don't have any insiders giving me any information. I don't have people secretly calling me in the middle of the night saying, hey, you know what I heard? I wish I did. I really wish I did. By the way, if you work for the Walt Disney Company in any capacity that gives you a little bit of an insight in what's going on, my email address, you can get in touch with us. (coughs) Keeley says, Disney is a Walmart that's on fire. There's certainly hot spots. Yeah. I don't know. It, It... I'm of the opinion, and, and as much of a cynic as I am most days, and especially on those days when I'm really tired and I'm spiraling into a depression fit, but there, there are days when I am, I am cynical beyond reason. But even in those days, hush over there, even in those days, I don't believe that anyone is beyond redemption. And as much as I you know as much as we joke about it or, or you know talk about you know, the the way things are going and the you know the state of the state of the world these days my faith, ...still comes into play. And my faith... ...informs my belief that nobody... ...is beyond redemption. And... <clears throat> ...there's there's a point where... ...you cut your losses... But that only means that you're the one that you're not the one to turn that person around. Companies are the same way. I mean, if if a company goes into bankruptcy, for example, there are people who can who can buy that company and they can turn it around. I mean, you look at what Stephanie Stuckey is doing with the Stuckey's brand. <clears throat> The Walt Disney Company is not beyond repair. Which is going to take a very long time. People are not beyond redemption. That's that's, that's I think is, is the takeaway that I want everybody to have on this. Is there's there's always a chance... That somebody gets through to that person who needs to change. Whether it's Peter Rice, Dana Walton, the, the hyperventilators at, at Pixar or whoever. You know, the people who have just gotten fired from Netflix. You Every single day that you wake up is a second chance to get it right is a second chance to fix things and as long as you get those second chances you have a responsibility and you have a somewhat of an obligation to do your best to make things right corporations are not any different every day that a corporation exists is a day to get things right Robert asks, is Chris Chan capable of redemption? I'm not sure who Ch- Chris Chan is. I'm I probably should be aware of of who that is. But I I will I will say nobody is beyond redemption. You just have to find the right person who can get to them. <coughs> Some people take a lot of more work than others. Believe you me I have I have had conversations with people that are you would you would give up on them and some people have maybe you're not the person to turn them around but there's somebody out there who is it just takes time corporations are no different it takes time if if they if they really and truly honestly do want to turn things around and whatever the situation is it's not just not just what disney is dealing with but any, any company that finds itself in the throes of ideological chaos any company that wants to turn things around they have to make a good faith effort to do so they can't just virtue signal. They can't just paper over it and sit there and say, see, everything's fine. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. As cynical as I am, there is always that little bitty, 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 bitty tiny, this tiny, tiny, tiny spark of hope. <clears throat> We'll see. I don't know, but I do think that Bob Chapek has a big axe to swing now, and we'll see how that goes. We will definitely revisit this, I'm sure. In the meantime, we'll keep track of uh, we'll keep track of the stock prices. Ninety four dollars and ninety cents. It just keeps bouncing around, up and down, up and down, up and down. <clears throat> but. Overall, the stock stock market is not doing well right now. Anyway, so, we'll see. I'm saying, it gets down to $80. Mrs. Boss and I might, might, might strike. <coughs> you never know. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Don't forget that we are on a number of different social media platforms, despite ourselves. <coughs> So you can connect with us over there. I did mention the PayPal and the Subscribestar. If you want to support us financially, you are more than welcome to do so. You are under no obligation whatsoever, uh, but you can send money our way if you want. We do put that back into the operation here. Uh, It doesn't doesn't go to line our pockets. We don't buy coffee with it, although we probably should because we need more coffee. All right, that's uh, that's it today, folks. Thanks very much for being here. We've got uh, the, uh, the standard lineup for Saturday, Good Morning Multiverse, and then uh, that's at 11 a.m. Eastern. And then this week, instead of last week, we've got our new foreign bodies at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, both of those happening on Saturday this week, so tune in for that. Of course, we do have this available as a podcast if you want to... Uh, Listen to us that way. Check us out. We've got people listening from all over the world, and we're happy that you're here. And that will do it for us. Remember, folks, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.